Welcome to Mornings with Michelle. I'm Michelle Foster and delighted that you chose to join me on my podcast today. We are inspiring dreams and I am so gifted to have the amazing friends and relationships that I have join me on these podcasts because my ultimate goal is to open your minds to the possibility and inspire your dreams for your life to fulfill everything that you want to have an extraordinary life. So welcome again. My name is Michelle Foster and you are with us today at Mornings with Michelle. All righty. So welcome to Mornings with Michelle. I'm Michelle Foster and so glad you chose to join me on this podcast. It's an exciting one. It really is. This beautiful gal, Elsa Top, has an amazing story that is, not that everything isn't relevant, but this is relevant in what the world is living today. So let me introduce Elsa Top. Welcome, Elsa, and just share a little bit about who you are. Hey, I'm Elsa, and I am a stay-at-home mom to my two perfect little boys. And um, I do actually do some stuff for Michelle. I work for her. Um, So yeah, I guess that's the start. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning. So I want you to go back to when you were a little, little girl, Elsa, five years old. So think about back then, what did you dream of? What did you, when you grew up, what did you want to be? I mean, that's easy. I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I um, I wanted to have kids for as long as I can remember. I remember as a little girl, I would dress my, my cat up in baby clothes and push him around in a stroller, <laughs> pretend to be his mom. I love it. That, I that love has it. been my dream for as long as I can remember. And I grew up in a family with a lot of stay-at-home moms around me that I um, just admired and wanted to be like and yeah I'm honored today to be able to say that I uh, am living my dream I'm really grateful to God that I'm able to stay at home with my babies that's huge that's huge so let's talk about when you were a little girl and you know so I know that you were homeschooled yeah and I want to I want you to share if you would that experience of being homeschooled like the good the bad the pretty, the ugly. Just talk about that, please. Okay. Um, I I liked being homeschooled. Um, I know I did actually go to a private school in high school for a semester, and I found it to be so strange. Like, one of the biggest things that was weird for me, strangely, is, like, when we had to ask to go to the bathroom. <laughs> because in homeschool, you kind of just can do anything on your own time. Um. So I enjoyed it. I spent a lot of time with my cousins. We would do like uh, homeschool field trips. Um, We did a lot of like different science projects together. Um, I mean, I'm sure they were similar to what some of the kids were doing in public school, but I I had a really good experience being homeschooled myself. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I mean, now home, having what did you go through? What curriculum? Did you have one person that homeschooled you? Your cousins were involved. Give us a picture of that. Okay, so um, yeah, we had a curriculum. It was like a Christian-based curriculum. We used the same one my whole life. Um, 
my aunt was technically my principal and um, my other aunt, I would go to her house a few days a week and they each taught us different things. I know at one point, one of my aunts taught us Latin. One of them did like a biblical theology class. Um, yeah, I would go to different aunt's houses or my grandma's house throughout the week and spend time with my cousins. So, I mean, I had classmates, they were just my cousins. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what it looked like. It was just kind of a whole family thing. Most of the kids in my mom's side of the family were homeschooled. So it wasn't so just let's me. talk about, do you feel like being homeschooled? Do you remember as a little girl, did you miss out on anything? I, I remember in high school, um, the dances and stuff. I, I felt a little bit like I missed out. Um, I'm sure there was other like... I don't know, social aspects to regular public school or, or private school that I felt like I didn't get in homeschool, you know? So, so let's bridge that because we have a lot of kids that have been homeschooled, forced to with everything that's gone on in the world. Right. Wow. So we've heard a lot of we've missed our senior prom. We've missed our junior prom. And you you experience that. Do you feel that it's traumatized you as an adult? No, I don't. I don't feel like it traumatized me. I mean, every so often I, I will think about like what that could have been like and all of that. But I mean, I don't dwell on it or I don't feel <laughs> traumatized by it. But actually having my own kids now, I do want them to be able to experience those things because I didn't, like, I don't feel traumatized by it, but I, I think I want different for my own kids. That's normal. I always think that, you know, you want everything. So what you didn't have, right, you want to make sure they have. I think that is very, um, it's not uncommon. Yeah. Right. I don't think there's ever a word normal, especially in today's world. So, but what were the benefits of not being in the social and the brutal world of kids in a non-controlled environment? I mean, I'm sure as cousins, you had your stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't a room full of 20 to 25 children. It was like three yeah. <laughs> or four. So what were the benefits, in your opinion, of not dealing with all the bully and the yaya and that kind of thing? I mean, I, um, me and my cousins, a lot of kids in my family have um, dyslexia and ADHD. And I do think that having that one-on-one -on -one and the less distraction from, from the social aspect of school um, helped me to be able to find tools to work through those things that I struggled with just educationally. I would have struggled with those had I gone to a public school anyways, yeah. but I do feel that that um, being homeschooled benefited me a lot in that way. Not having to worry about, you know, the bullying. That was just not a focus or something I ever had to think about. I could just focus on, you know, getting my schoolwork done. Right. So. And because we do spend a lot of time together, we work together. I do know that your number one child, Silas, my my little Rock Hudson, if you've never seen a picture of this kid, he's adorable. And um, Silas is in public school today and has experienced bullying. So why don't you tell us a little bit of that story, if you would? Oh, man, yeah, that that has been tough. It has been surprising because I guess, you know, 
I just did not anticipate that. Um, but yeah, he struggled with bullies when he started to make friends. There were some kids in his class that were getting um, just a little bit jealous. They're only in first grade, you know, they have little first grade jealousy. <laughs> um, and yeah, they were taking him out at recess and they weren't like harming him bad, but they were making him feel like he wasn't a part of the group and just excluding him and alienating him and watching him have to suffer through that. I felt so bad. I mean, that's not something that I ever had experienced in first grade. So that was, yeah, that has been tough to have to deal with. I mean, now the situation seems to be rectified and and we've got it figured out, but um, yeah, I think we've decided maybe this is not our permanent solution for his schooling in the future. Well, I'm sure my audience is wondering this and you've heard it from others. We've talked about it, which is one of the biggest reasons why I want you to share this. So being homeschooled and feeling like you've had a wonderful life, a wonderful childhood, why are you not homeschooling, Silas? And of course, Arrow's too little. Let's not forget about our second gorgeous little boy. <laughs> you know, um, when all this stuff started in 2020, my son, Silas, the older one, was in kindergarten. And kind of overnight, we had to figure out how to homeschool. And being homeschooled my entire life, I kind of felt like, okay, I was homeschooled. Like this, this shouldn't be too difficult for me to figure out. So, um, we did the distance learning, the school at home. And I felt like it should be doable for me. Like how hard can it be? The teacher has like all the answers (laughs) anyways and all of that. Well, I was in for a rude awakening because it was a lot more difficult than I thought. Um, he was this whole little person that had different ideas about what he wanted to do and um, when he wanted to do it as far as school was concerned. And I know we butt heads and we clashed a lot during that period of time when we kind of got a little dose of what doing school at home would be like. And um, I mean, I even considered homeschooling on, on my own outside of the distance learning. Um but I just never really felt like he would respond well to me being the teacher any differently, regardless of what curriculum we were using. I just kind of decided after that, um, yeah, we wanted to explore other options where I didn't have to be mom and teacher, you know, kind of going through that experience and having to do it forced us to get an idea of what it would actually be like. You can speak for Silas. What is his opinion of school, public, not being homeschooled, and maybe some different choices later on? Yeah, he um, he has adapted so well to every situation, honestly. I mean, even when we were doing school at home, he, kids just adapt so well. It's surprising. I, um, I think he does enjoy the social aspect of school. He is so different from me. I remember being scared as a kid of that sort of a setting, a a classroom setting, but he thrives in that sort of a setting. He loves the social aspect of it. He likes, um, he likes the teacher being the one that tells him, you know, you're doing a good job. I think it, it, um, 
motivates him more hearing it from a teacher as opposed to, you know, his mom just saying, oh, good job. You know, like, I don't know. I think, I think we've just really decided he responds best to learning in that environment. That's, that's a great, um, that's a great thing for other moms to hear here, right? Because every child is different. Yeah. And so if you were to give some advice, like I know you have Arrow coming into the school age, he's just turned three, he's got a little yeah. time, but what would be your advice to moms out there? You know, I think it's always important to do what's, what you know is right for you, despite what others say or think about it, or if they feel like you should be equipped. I mean, like, of course, do your due diligence and your research and seek wise counsel, whatever you need to do that applies to helping you make the best decision for that particular kid in that particular situation. And just have so much confidence and faith in what you're doing that it just does not matter how it turns out or what anyone thinks, because at the end of the day, you know, you were true to what you felt was best at the time with the information that you had. And if you mess up in whatever it is, just always do your best to be making the me- next best choice. You know, we've definitely been there. So I know this is going to be a little personal, but um, I really believe people are wondering, do you and your husband, Brandon, do you guys make these decisions together? Uh, is it something that you talked about pre-babies or do you kind of grow as you go? Talk to us. We, um, we did not think about schooling or anything like that. We had no clue what a huge um, undertaking and stress it would be until we got our, our oldest son got to school age. But we absolutely, we make every single decision together. We, we weigh all the pros and cons. We look at the situation from every angle. We just kind of try to do the very best we can with whatever information we have at the time. And yeah, it's definitely a mutual decision whatever we come to we always pray about it and so far we fortunately I don't think have made any terrible decisions by doing it that way so do you believe that takes some pressure I mean obviously if you're a single parent listening to this and there's pros and cons to that right you're a committee of one versus but do you feel that it takes some of the pressure off you or do you feel that it's another aspect that has to be communicated through before you make that decision because it could go either way or sometimes it goes always I I actually feel like for me it typically we we kind of both have the same gut feeling on stuff so it actually usually gives me more like confidence and reassurance in how I'm feeling and and I feel like we're overall more confident in our decision because typically we do kind of agree on what we think is right you know after talking and coming to those conclusions. So yeah, I think, I think it helps actually. I think it's helpful. Great. So, you know, uh, Mornings with Michelle is also, is all about inspiring dreams and you are living your dream. So I want to ask you this one off the cuff. What's a big, hairy, audacious dream that you have? So currently, I mean, we, I feel like we have a few as a family, um, but currently right now, because of a lot of the stuff that I've just mentioned, our uh, big, hairy, audacious goal would be to get our children into private school. Both of them are going to be going this year, you know, and just with how crazy things have been in the world, um, my husband and I have just come to the conclusion that this is the right option for our family. And we're currently 
taking that leap of faith and trusting um, God with his provision and that we just know this is what we need to do for our kids. So that's our goal for this, for 2022. So. So that's a beautiful family goal. And I'm sure it's hard to, to segment because you, you, your family is everything. And I, I know that I respect it. I love your family. Um, what is an individual big, audacious, hairy goal that Elsa Top has? Oh man, that's a tough one. You know, um, I enjoy doing the work that I do for you and watching that grow has been really uh, satisfying and fun. Um, I think (laughs) this is going to be kind of funny, but figuring out reels, (laughs) how to make them go viral is probably a really personal goal that I have right now. (laughs) That might be kind of a silly one, but that's the one. that I don't think it's silly at all. I think any type of work that someone's doing and if they can, you know, achieve excellence in it and, and that just makes you feel good. Yeah. I don't think it gets any better than that. Yeah. And anything creative, I feel like that is just so gratifying and, and I enjoy it, you know? So for personal goals, I would say it would have to be in that arena, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Elsa, is there anything else you'd like to leave uh, our audience with about um, from you. It's like, let me ask you this. There's days, there's great days, there's good days, and there's not such good days. So how do you deal with disappointment? And let's talk about that from the standpoint of anything. Yeah. Um, disappointment. You know, I feel like what's meant for you will happen and it's okay to feel disappointment for a period of time, but it's just a feeling and it will pass. And there's always something to look forward to, you know, and I feel like just holding on to that hope and having faith in that is, is what helps me to deal when I get disappointed by whatever the situation may be. That's really beautiful. That's really beautiful because Every day is, you know, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every day. Well, great. Well, I found Elsa, a quote I wanted to share if you don't mind. Please do. Please do. I do. I saw this quote and I think it was by Bob Richards. I think it kind of encompasses a lot of the stuff that we have talked about. Um, and it went like, goals give purpose. Purpose gives faith. Faith gives courage. Courage gives enthusiasm, enthusiasm gives energy, and energy gives you life, and life lifts you over the bar. And I just think that's really powerful, and it spoke to me because I believe that goals, purpose, faith, courage, enthusiasm, and energy are just all essential and intertwined for living a truly fulfilling life. That's beautiful. And you are one of the most positive, joyful people I know. And I love that. Thank you so much for that quote. And um, we'll actually put it in the notes below. It reminded me of you. So, Oh, well, thank you. You you. have inspired me a lot. So yeah, that was a a Michelle inspired one. Well, thank you so much. And I want to thank the audience for tuning in to Mornings with Michelle and listening to Elsa Top who's just a fabulous lady, wife, mother, daughter, 
Um, she works alongside me. She's my graphics department in uh, my business. And so Elsa, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you. Um, we'll look forward to having you on again. Thank, thank you. you. Well, that's a wrap for today. I want to thank you for your time. It's so precious. Our time and our time freedom is everything. So I want to thank you for joining us today at Mornings with Michelle. Uh, this is Michelle Foster, and I encourage you to come visit us on Instagram at Collagen Works, W-E-R-K-S, Collagen Works, because we are doing some fun things there with Instagram parties, with fun giveaways. We have, it's all about beauty, and all about fun tips. So again, go ahead and go to your Instagram and become part of our community at College and Works because we have really fun Instagram parties. Looking forward to seeing you there and always feel free to comment on the podcast or if there's something that you would like us to talk about, please let me know your thoughts. That would be amazing. Have a super fantastic day, my friend. This is Michelle Foster from Mornings with Michelle, signing off.